You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. It's Curtains Up on a special episode of West of Broadway. I'm Los Angeles publicist and Broadway veteran Will Armstrong. This episode is a bit of a departure from our normal West of Broadway show, but as I think of it, maybe it's less of a departure and more of an evolution. After all, as I see it, a podcast about musical theater on the West Coast is great, but what is musical theater without theater? Yesterday, I was asked to attend the opening night of The Father, starring Alfred Molina at the Pasadena Playhouse that same evening. Stage and screen actor Alfred Molina opening in a play? That's pretty much all I needed to hear, and I cleared my evening so that I could make myself available. The Pasadena Playhouse is a pretty special theater in the heart of Pasadena, and over the past couple seasons, they've really upped their game when it comes to the shows they produce, and it sounded like The Father was going to be no different. The official State Theater of California, their mission is to enrich people's lives through theater, community programs, and learning. With over 100 years of experience, they are one of the most prolific theaters in American history, with the legacy of profound theatrical impact and courageous new work. Molina, who I have adored since Raiders of the Lost Ark back in 1981, made his Broadway debut as Evan in the production of Art and received critical acclaim in the play Red, and most musical fans will know that he also played Tevya in Fiddler on the Roof. His laundry list of theatrical and television accomplishments is nothing short of impressive. An opening night of The Father was full of fans and dear friends who were there to support and celebrate Mr. Molina. Okay, so the play The Father is a dark journey down this tragic one-way tunnel of dementia from French playwright Florian Zeller. This intense drama was adapted in English by Christopher Hampton, originally starring Frank Langella, who won the Tony Award for his performance of Andre, and I knew that Alfred Molina was going to impress. While covering the red carpet, I wanted to ask three questions of the folks that were coming to see the show. One, why is theater special to you? Two, what makes theater in Los Angeles so different? And lastly, how excited are you to see Alfred Molina in this production? Hi, I'm Stacey Keach. Theater in Los Angeles is growing and burgeoning, and it has been for the last 20 years. I mean, it usually is thought of as a television and a motion picture town. But the theater is very much alive and well, and especially here at the Pasadena Playhouse. Hi, I'm Marisa Echeverria of Goliath, and theater in Los Angeles is vital to me. I grew up a theater kid in New York, um, as well as L.A., and I just think that being with an audience and showing especially new theater is vital to our culture and is something that we can all debate about and come together on and unifies us and teaches us who we are. I think theater is something that we all need. And I know I need my daily dose of a little bit of theater and Broadway, musical theater. So I'm thrilled to be here and seeing this show tonight. Hi, I'm Wendy Malik. And uh, God, this is where it all began for me and for so many of us. And I think in New York, it's just so on your radar theater. You come to L.A. and it's kind of like you have to seek it out. It's not exactly like uh, on the front lines, but... Those of us, I think, who began in in the theater and where that was our, our, our roots and our training, it's something you always want to go back to because it just keeps you honest. And uh, it's, it's interesting. I can almost always tell people who started out in the theater. And uh, I think for many of us, just a chance to go back, even if it's just doing a staged reading, uh, but to get on a stage with an audience and have that experience and particularly with new plays where you get to work with playwrights and and we started actually Dan Loria who I'm here with tonight 
He and I started uh, something called Playfest in Durango, Colorado, and we are only doing new plays there, and it's our third season, and we've had wonderful playwrights and actors come from all over the country, and it's like summer camp for grown-ups, and you get to uncover one of the new, maybe future hit plays. You never know, uh, but I think right now we need storytelling more than ever, and... Uh, the theater is the most immediate way for an audience to experience the wonders of, of uh, fiction and, and playwrights. And Hi, I'm Amy Aquino. Um, theater in Los Angeles, from when I m first came here about 30 years ago, it was the place I would go if I was feeling lonely because I knew for a fact that I would see somebody I knew in that audience. And because uh, all of us who came out to pursue film and television, at some point, we would end up in the theater. I mean, we end up in the theater a lot just to see each other or to see theater. Now it's become a, a, just an extraordinary um, treasure chest. You go to the theater now and you can expect extraordinary theater. It's not just going to support your friends. It's going to be moved and to be transformed. We came to see um, Ragtime here at Pasadena Playhouse because, and only because somebody said to me, you have to see Ragtime. You have to see Ragtime. And it's like, okay, I'm going to go see Ragtime. And we came, and my husband and I both saw the Broadway production. Peter Friedman, who won a Tony, is a dear friend. Everybody was spectacular in that. And this production that we saw here at the Pasadena Playhouse was as good, possibly a shade better than what we saw on Broadway. You know, Jane Kaczmarek, who's on the board, is a dear friend. And I know that they're just, they're pushing it in all these amazing directions. So I'm, I, I couldn't be more excited to see Fred because he's extraordinary. Um, and I, I'm just waiting to see what happens next. I mean, in theater in Los Angeles in general, I mean, we've got the, you know, the Geffen's doing amazing things now too. It's, it's really, it's finding its stride in a really big way. And I've done, you know, I worked at the Geffen, I did a beautiful show at the Taper. You know, one of my best experiences maybe ever was at the Taper. So I don't, I've seen so-so theater in New York and I've seen so-so theater here and I've seen magnificent theater in both places. It's really exciting. Okay, so my name's Cindy Fernandez-Nixon. And why is theater important? Well, first of all, theater is the root of acting before cameras, before anything, that was, that is where it all derives. So in Los Angeles, that is such a big film, theater acting, anything you can imagine, it's not as, as appreciated as it should be. That's why I'm so excited because tonight I don't get to go to theaters as often in LA. So tonight to be able to see um, a Latino <laughs> and then on top of that to be able to, to experience this on an opening night, it's I feel like it brings back the love for acting, at least for me. Hi, this is Jane Kaczmarek, and theater in Los Angeles is special because it's a real grassroots uh, endeavor here, uh, especially the Pasadena Playhouse. I'm on the board here, and I know Danny Feldman, who came from the Labyrinth in New York, uh, wonderful theater in New York, um, is, is using LA talent, Pasadena talent. Alfred Molina lives, you know, spitting distance from here. I live down the street so I can walk to the Pasadena Playhouse. And it gives uh, him, us, the community, great joy to know that this is the best that Los Angeles had, which is phenomenal talent. And um, uh, it kind of gives a whole new world to the, uh, you know, the definition to the world of, uh, of community theater. You used to think it means 
not professional or more amateur, but in passing a Playhouse, it really is community theater. It's our, it's about our community and actors in our community, and we're doing great, great guns, so it's exciting. Uh, not at all. Hi, my name is Oak, and what makes theater in Los Angeles a bit different is I feel, uh, especially the downtown theater scene or underground theater scene, they're taking a lot of risks because there are a lot of artists who feel stuck and have nothing to do. So it's very exciting to see what they come up with. So I think that's kind of what makes it special. There are a lot of talented people who don't really have an outlet for theater out here. So I think it lends itself to creating some interesting projects when the opportunity arises. Do you get to attend the Pasadena Playhouse very often? Uh, whenever I can. Shooting schedule is kind of all over the place. That's kind of the toughest. And openings only happen once, so I, if you're available for it, you can make it, and if not, if not. So uh, whenever I can, I try to make a point to see as much theater in L.A. as I can and like, kind of fix the itch that I'm missing when I'm away from home. Hi, my name is Brenda Banda. Ooh, <laughs> I didn't have anything to drink. Hi, my name is Brenda Banda, and I am from Hentified. I play Norma. Um, and theater is my life. It saved my life. Um, and now I teach it. I've taught it for six, seven years. I teach all ages. I teach the little kinders to the high school. Um, it has become, in my life, art therapy. And theater is art therapy in general. And that's why I think it's important. I love that, you know, I hate that it was taken out of the schools, but I love that organizations took it upon themselves. I work for PS Arts, um, one of the biggest organizations of theater uh, in schools and um, of arts. And um, it's, you see the transformation in the kids. And anytime I'm down as an artist, I go to, I'm excited to go to work because it grounds me and I go, this is my, this is my life, this is air. Because they remind me, first of all, how brilliant creativity can be and kids. But second, that we're, we're playing. We're playing. Uh, Michael Nathanson. Uh, I was on a TV show called The Punisher. Also on a TV show called The Nick. A Steven Soderbergh doctor show on Cinemax. Cult favorite. Uh, been in a bunch of movies, TV, other stuff. I was just on Succession. Uh, my last theater gig was Oklahoma at St. Anne's Warehouse um, in New York. Um, yeah, new to L.A. New to L.A. theater. Um, actually, your listeners might enjoy this little fun tidbit, but I actually was called back for this particular production. Not in the show, otherwise I wouldn't be talking to you. They went another way, but I'm very happy to be here because it was a blast, like even auditioning for this kind of a play. And um, yeah, I don't know. I, you know I, I'm theater trained from Northwestern. I've done theater all over the country, tours, Broadway, off-Broadway, all that kind of stuff. And um, so uh, I'm kind of looking forward to my... I, I have to say this is my second show in LA that I've seen. First one was Frozen with my daughter. Yes, I just saw it. We won the lottery, $25 tickets. Can't thank you so much. Uh, so this is my first like sort of highbrow, let's say, productions. But I, I uh, this play is amazing. Alfred Molina is amazing. And so I'm, I'm super psyched. Hey, this is Suzanne Cryer, and you may know me from All Rise and Silicon Valley, and I once, many moons ago, was on Broadway doing Neil Simon's Proposals, um, which was his only play he ever did about a woman. Um, but uh, I love the theater because I think in fractured Los Angeles, where we live in our cars and stay in our homes and none of us want to leave, the theater is the one time that we come together as a community and um, there's something very different about laughing and crying together as a group 
I love the theater. It's where I started. It's why I went to Yale Drama School. And Sue Kremen, my best friend from Yale Drama School, is here starring in this with Alfred Merlina. So I can't be more excited to be supporting her and this wonderful show that explores aging, which is something I'm dealing with for myself and for my parents. But um, I love going to the theater because it wakes me up in the most profound sense of the word. Do you get an opportunity to come to the Pasadena Playhouse often? I come to every single show they do. My buddy Jane Kazmierich is very involved with them, and I come to every single thing they do. I live five minutes away, and Pasadena Playhouse has gotten better and better and better and better, and I'm thrilled to be able to support it and celebrate it and be here with them on openings because they're doing amazing, amazing work. And I think tonight... I don't want to set my expectations too high, but they're damn high. <laughs> I think that's a safe bet. I think it's a safe bet, too, from what I've heard so far, and also because of what I know of my friend Sue. I mean, Sue is, she's radiant, and I know Alfred Molina is, is a beast, but um, I'm excited. I'm really excited. I'm worried I'm going to get sad. And I, that's okay though. But you know, I'm an actor, I love crying. Like I love crying. I cry when I yell at my children. I cry when I talk to my husband. I cry at work, I love to cry. Feels good. If you can't have sex, cry, right? <laughs> and go to the theater, yes. Thank you so much. How much of that was totally unusable because I'm the most inappropriate person in the world. I, I loved it so much. After the red carpet wound down, we made our way into the theater. I'm always so impressed with how quaint and nostalgic the Pasadena Playhouse is. I've seen several productions there now, and it seems like every seat is a great seat. I was immediately struck with how beautiful the set design was of the first scene, and I was anxious for the show to begin, but honestly, I didn't know what to expect. Alfred Molina's portrayal of Andre, an aging father who is faced with advanced dementia, is navigating his relationship with his daughter while trying to assert his independence. What struck me instantly about the play was that we weren't just spectators watching a scene from the audience. We were getting all of our information from the perspective of Molina's character. It wasn't very long into the play that we realized that not everything we see and hear and learn can be accepted as fact. The scene transitions were all jarring and unsettling, as were the subtle adjustments of the set pieces throughout the entire play, causing you to question your own mind and memory. The entire ensemble was as expected in a Pasadena production, on par with the exceptional abilities of Alfred Molina. Working scenes that took you from uncomfortably laughing at the dark comedy writings of Zeller to the unsettling accusatory frustrations of a child or family member that is forced to deal with the onset of such an uncomfortable and debilitating condition. I'm not sure what other audience members left with as we exited the playhouse, but for me, I was sad to think of the, that this story is probably not that unique and households across the world were probably forced to face the same situation in their own way. Molina's portrayal of this once commanding and confident, successful businessman and father who devolves into an almost childlike, confused patient was both heartbreaking and poignant. So, in closing, this is not your standard musical theater romp of a boy meets boy, or will everybody finally let that green girl go to school in peace, or will they open the show in time for the premiere? <laughs> but... What I appreciated was the talent that went into mounting this beautiful production and the love of a craft that is meant to inspire and entertain and take you away from your own lives for just a moment. The Father is playing at the Pasadena Playhouse now and until March 1st. For tickets and information, go to PasadenaPlayhouse.org. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed learning about my experience at the Pasadena Playhouse. For more information, you can find us at broadwaypodcastnetwork.com slash Broadway. You can find me on social at Will Armstrong PR. 
Special thanks to my talented audio tech slash husband slash theater companion, Bill Shepard, and the team at Broadway Podcast Network. If you've got some time, poke around their homepage. They've got some really great programming I'm sure you'll enjoy. So that's all for now. So thanks so much. I hope you enjoyed the show and enjoy the rest of your day. And remember, if you're looking for us, you can find us just west of Broadway. Have you ever wondered how your favorite performer actually feels? Well, here's your chance. Welcome to The Quiet Part Out Loud with me, Bobby Steggert, Broadway actor and now a therapist to a whole host of Broadway creatives. Part interview, part therapy, this is not your typical podcast. We'll go right to the heart of things with some of your favorite artists, what they still struggle with, what lessons they've learned, what they haven't figured out yet. There is enormous power in saying the quiet part out loud. Are you listening? Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.